Hello friend, how are you? I hope you're well. I'm doing well, I'm doing much better and I want to take time to thank you, thank everybody who has reached out to me to present their condolences. It meant so much to me and I want to thank you so very much for being so gracious in giving me time to pause and grieve these past few weeks. That time allowed me to reflect on my aunt's life and on life overall. In this little update, I want to share what it's been like these past few weeks and then speak about the type of person that she was and also speak about our relationship. So thank you for tuning in. So first, let's start with what happened. A few weeks before my aunt's passing, I came back to France uh, because my dad had been sick going in and out of the hospital and my plan had been to remain isolated for seven days according to the COVID requirements and then settle in a little bit and then give her a call so I could arrange to go visit her and bring her family the gift I had gotten them. One evening, however, her daughter called us to announce that she had been admitted to the hospital and that the doctors were advising that family and friends be prepared because she didn't have much time to live. From what I gathered from her son later on as well is that she had um, been going to the hospital, she had gone to the capital, to Paris, to receive her usual cancer treatment. But shortly afterwards, during that time, she had had some unusual severe abdominal pain. And um, as she was admitted, her condition worsened. And so when I heard my cousin speak, you know, over the phone, my heart just dropped and it felt like a stone remained lodged in my throat. My dad, my mom and my youngest sister and I were all hanging on to every word she was saying, but we were in disbelief. While I can't imagine how her children or my family felt, I can only speak of what I felt. I immediately felt enveloped with grief and mentally did not want to accept it. The uninvited guest of death was roaming around my aunt and I felt so powerless. Of course, that evening was filled with a lot of silence and tears and somewhat some disappointment. I felt a little bit disappointed that maybe I didn't call right away as soon as I arrived. And, but those were the initial um, emotions, you know, you, you, you tend to um, want to think about last time you talked to them, you, you try to remember what you said, what you could have said, what you didn't say. And so we felt frozen. I, I mean, I personally felt frozen in that moment of receiving that news. And so um, as we were actually all left without any words to share, we asked, our cousin, you know, my cousin, if, we, um, if she would be open for us to pray. Because not only did we want to pray for her, but maybe even so for ourselves, because our hearts were so heavy. And um, so we prayed, we cried, 
And um, the next day, both of my sisters were able to go to the hospital. One of them was already in Paris. And my youngest sister, who's very close to uh, the youngest um, son, was able to go there to support him and to support the rest of the family. I wanted to go. I was waiting to be allowed to go because of the COVID restrictions. Some of the family members were actually uh, very reluctant. And so I just waited and uh, waited. But then I had peace in my heart that even though I wasn't there uh, physically, I was there in spirit. And then two days later, she passed away, which was horrific, which was horrible for all of us. It, It really marked us and just really destroyed us. Uh, It it was just so painful. So what can I tell you about my aunt? Her name was Berta. Maybe in English you might say Berta. And she was 66 when she passed away. She was married for 47 years and is survived by her husband, her five kids, and four grandchildren, as well as three siblings. When I was younger, our family would spend Christmas together. I have precious memories of those times. In fact, um, two years ago, I shared with her that one of the most precious gifts I received from them was a globe that would illuminate when I would plug it. It was so special to me for so many years because I always dreamed to travel. And that beautiful globe allowed me to discover new horizons. And in fact, years later, as a teenager, I started to travel to distant places and have actually visited many countries. And so when I came back home a couple years ago, I told her how precious that globe was for so many years and that um, I was grateful for it. She just smiled and was happy to hear that that was a gift that, um, that had been precious. Of course, they gave us many, many more gifts, but that was one that really remained close to my heart. As a person, she was warm kind, gentle, loving. She always smiled. At her funeral, they had a slideshow, and she was smiling in every single picture. And this is how she was as a person. I just adored her. She just had a gentleness about her. One thing that really marked me was her generosity and her hospitality. When you um, would visit her, she would want to give you what you have, and Um, actually insist that you should eat, (laughs) like every auntie, but uh, because you're in the house, you have to eat. And then I have experienced her generosity in a very special way. Um, First, I must mention that since I was little, on occasions, she would call me by another name. So rather than calling me Colette, she would tease me and call me Berta Schwingham. And I guess I would translate that in English, Berta chewing gum. And why? You might wonder, well, why? Why would she call you that? Well, there is a story behind it. So I got the name Berta Schwingum because when I was little, 
as I'm told and been told so many times over the years, is that when she um, would be around, I would ask her for gum because the first time ever I asked her if she had gum and she said, no, I don't have any gum. And I'd say, yes, you have some gum. And she said, no, I don't. And I told her, well, what is that you have in your mouth? And she would say, oh, yeah, it is gum, but I don't have any extra to give you. And so I wouldn't give her any peace until she took half of the gum she had in her mouth. And the story goes that she would take half of the gum and share it with me. And from that point on, we had that bond. And I had the nickname Berta Schwingam. And of course, after that, she learned that when she would come visit, she would have to bring gum so that she wouldn't have to share the one she had in her mouth. You might think, why are you sharing this story? Didn't you have any others to share? Yeah, I have others. But that one was um, a special one because she would call me Berta Schwingam rather than Colette because of that little story and so that's a precious story that I'll remember and and of course every time I would chew gum even before her passing I would think of her because of that story. So I guess another thing I'd like to share with you is how it has been since we have buried her. Before her burial they had a viewing and I was so glad that I would get the opportunity to see her one last time, to say thank you and see you soon. I said to her, see you soon, because we are all journeying on the earth and everyone is appointed to die. And I know that I will see her again. As I looked at her remains, I got the impression that she was peacefully asleep. And somehow that, that gave me peace to see her that way. But I knew that she was no longer there. Her spirit was gone. At her funeral, her oldest son shared that before she passed away, the doctors um, put her under heavy sedation to help her deal with the, the excruciating pain. And so, consequently, she could not open her eyes or communicate. But before she slept into eternity, she opened her eyes and kept looking at the ceiling as if she was observing something. And then she passed away peacefully. And it really blessed my soul to hear this testimony of what she was looking at and observing. Rather than being afraid and terrorized by what she was seeing, she was at peace and... It was quite amazing that she was actually even able to open her eyes under such heavy sedation. And so for her children, this was the sign that the Lord had come to take her home. After her burial, I have had some waves of emotions because so many um, surrounding things remind me of her. For example, when I take the bus... I think about her because I used to see her on the bus and every so often before her passing, when I would hop on a bus, I would wonder if I would see her. When I pass by her church, which is right in front of our home, 
I think of her. When I go to the grocery store where we would cross paths, my heart grieves. When I pass by her neighborhood, I think of her. When I eat certain meals that remind me of what she cooked and how she cooked it, I think of her. When I used to buy chewing gum, I used to smile and remember what she had nicknamed me over the years. Now, when I purchase gum and chew gum, I can't help but think of her. And so, this is part of life. People are born and people die. We go through our story. We fulfill our purpose. And then our spirit returns to God to give an account of our lives. When I was living abroad and would call, we would pray over the phone. Last time we saw each other, we prayed. I shared some of the work that I am doing. We talked about Jesus. Talked about He being the, the way, the truth, and the life. And we prayed together. And yeah. It was a great privilege knowing her and having her as my aunt. I am missing her. I will miss her. And um, I am grateful that I have gotten to know her. And so this is a short update, but I wanted to share with you what happened and who was the precious soul and the precious family member who passed away and let you know a little bit of uh, how I have been dealing with what happened. And so thank you very much for your patience. And again, for your words of empathy and condolences. I look forward to uh, joining you next week and sharing a few things pertaining to grief. And then in the next few weeks, I hope we will return and continue our stories uh, where we had left it before this all happened. Thank you very much for your time and your patience. I'll talk to you very soon. Goodbye, my dear friend.